It's news time with award-winning newsman extraordinaire, Kevin James. Nutty squirrel causes chaos inside family's New York home. Am I the only one who realizes that this story isn't news? It's not news. It's Kevin's news. Ladies and gentlemen, say hello to Kevin James. Kevin. All right, Kevin. By the way, the uh, 8 o'clock keyword for you, if you're uh, keeping track of keywords, and if you're not and you're at home, I mean, this is a great thing for you. You should take this up because it's free. You can become a member of the Coyote Country Club by going to the big 99.9, coyotecountry.com. You get points. You take those points. You put them into entries for prizes, including right now. Uh, $4,000 cash is a pretty good prize. And today's keyword, which will give you, uh, I think, 10,000 points, if I'm not mistaken, is bread, bread, like what you would uh, butter and eat or make toast out of eventually. Bread, there's uh-huh. a keyword. Thank you, right. Jay. Yeah, you're uh, Well, it is news time on this March the 24th. Uh, happy birthday today to Peyton Manning, former football great Peyton Manning turns. I'm going to say 110. He seems old, right, because he retired a while ago and football players always seem old. No, he's 44. Okay. <laughs> Isn't that weird when you did? Because I always think of him like he's got to be 50 something. Oh, no, he's only 44. <laughs> uh, Peyton Manning, by the way, this is the other weird thing about this coronavirus is it doesn't matter how rich and famous you are, you're still in the same boat as everybody else. You're still isolated or whatever and alone, yeah. or, you know, doing the same thing. Stay at home, stay safe. And Peyton said he has not felt this alone since he lost 43-8 to eight in the Super Bowl to the Seahawks. <laughs> there you go. A little, a little Seahawk joke just to make me feel better about it. I'm wearing a Seahawks shirt today, guys. Thank Good you. for you. Uh, okay, so we're going to take a little look back. When times were simpler, do you remember this? 1883, when the first telephone call between New York and Chicago was made. Is that the Hello. one Bruce was on? I think so. On 19, I mean, excuse me, on 1898. His, on his Black & Decker, Decker cell. That's right. Bruce <laughs> That's has right. that Black & Decker cell phone. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> 1898, the first ever automobile was sold. In 1958, Elvis Presley, you know him, you love him. Did he make music? No, 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 no. That's when he was sworn in as a private in the U.S. Army. Oh, man, that's a big deal. Yeah. Then in 1991, guys, this is one of my favorite stories I think I've ever seen. Uh, The Black Crows musical group, they sing, what's their most popular song? I was trying to think of it earlier, and I couldn't think of it. The Black Crows. Uh, I'm not familiar with them. Oh, okay. Doggone it. I almost said hands to yourself, but that's Georgia Satellite. Uh, the Black Crows have one really popular song, and I can't think of it, but they were dropped as an opening act on the ZZ Top Tour for repeatedly criticizing how bad Miller Beer was, and Miller Beer was the sponsor of the tour. Oh, no. (laughs) So they would go on stage opening for ZZ Top on the Miller Beer Tour, and they would say how bad Miller Beer was, and finally they just... They had to, like, fire them. They're like, you can't be on the show anymore. <laughs> Kevin, Genius. I, Kevin, I will tell you their top-rated song, and then okay. maybe you'll know it and you can sing it if this is the one you're thinking of. Their top-rated song ever was called She Talks to Angels. 
Oh, that's a good one. How about hard to handle? Is can, that them as well? Can you hit me with some of the can you hit me with some of the tune so I can try to really capture the moment? Uh maybe it's hard to handle now. It's, uh... <laughs> really? And those I guys didn't know. like beer. I can't remember oh, how is it that goes. The, wait, that's them? She I actually know that song. That. I know the hard to handle song. I just, I mean, it took me a second, but I, I did pick up on what you were throwing down there. I know that Thanks. song. Thanks, Jay. I'm hard. I'm struggling right now with my Black Crows music library, and I apologize <laughs> that I, I don't have it in my head better. Now, this next one I could talk to you about all day long, okay. and I have just realized that somebody owes me $3 because in 1992, there it is. Do you know this song, Slim? No, never heard it. What is it? I think you might know it right here when it gets to the break, the hard to handle part. Here it comes. Yeah, I know that part. You know that part it's, from like yep, a movie or something? Been on a movie and commercial. Okay, yeah, I like yeah. that. That's a good song. 1992, a Chicago judge ruled that Millie Vanilli would ha- have to pay out in a class action suit $3 in a cash rebate to anyone that could prove that they bought the group's music before November 27, 1990, the date that the lip-syncing scandal broke, and they said, this group is completely fake. So anybody who bought their music before then, uh, yeah, me. I bought <laughs> all of their music. I had no idea. I lived in Harrington in a bubble, apparently. I didn't get this story that I should have got $3. I could use that three bucks right now. <laughs> the Millie Vanilli class class action suit. What a Dang. what a what a financial blow to Millie Vanilli. <laughs> three dollars per album sold, and I had to imagine they sold what couple hundred albums. <laughs> I mean, they sold some, right? I mean, it was they, they were not pretty popular. Jay, I felt like they were so popular. I mean, for me, anyways, that was the prime of me listening to that type of music. Just after high school, and I mean they they were huge. I absolutely loved Millie Vanilli. Blame it on the rain. And it, what what? I, I mean, it's just because they were basically lying to people. Is that why that was a big thing? I mean, people I think lip sync, uh, you know, like at the Super Bowl and everywhere else anymore. So it was yeah, just but, because they were, you know, a scam, right? They were scamming people. The difference was they never sang any of the music. It right. was they. It wasn't that they lip synced in a performance. It was that they, the two guys that were Millie Vanilli, weren't <laughs> the guys who recorded the music. Someone else recorded the music, but they didn't, that person didn't look cool or whatever. So Millie Vanilli, who looked cool, they said these were the two guys doing the music. And that was complete fraud. So did the guys who really sang the song also get three dollars? That's a good point. I hope so. Where is the I Geico? Hope they got at least three. Where is the Geico commercial with where they feature twenty twenty Millie Vanilli doing their scam of calling people and singing to them that they stayed at one of their resorts lately? <laughs> recently stayed at one of our resorts. So call yeah, us back and give yeah. us your social. <laughs> Oh my gosh, so true! That's All right, Kevin, you ready for ready for story number? Wait, what story are we up to? You know what? We're gonna call this the final story of the day. Oh wow! All right, 
There is no doubt about it that self-isolation during this global pandemic is doing one thing. A lot of creative people yeah. are shining right yeah. now. And there's no doubt about that where it's just like, okay, we are seeing some really creative stuff. And it's what boredom does to people. And you got to say, pretty creative idea here from the folks at Popeye's Chicken. Popeye's is encouraging its customers. Man, they're on fire right now. I mean, not to literally. Fried chicken. Oh no, I hope not. But they 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 came in strong last fall with that chicken sandwich that you couldn't even get. Yeah. And now they've got a new one in spring. That's pretty good. Yep. Right now, because of the pandemic going on, they have fried chicken and chill is the name of this promotion. And you think fried chicken and chill? What are you talking about? Well, Popeyes is offering its fans their Netflix username and password. <laughs> Here's the deal. They are going to offer the first 1,000 fans who post photos of themselves eating Popeyes yeah. and tagging it with hashtag, hashtag that password from Popeyes. <laughs> the first 1,000 people will get Netflix username and password from Popeyes. <laughs> this is the greatest, an absolutely amazing promotion. It's brilliant. Love it. And I that. honestly was so dumb. I thought, geez, are you allowed to have that many accounts? I mean, can you have that many people? And I'm like, you dummy. <laughs> They're just opening a bunch of different accounts. They're not actually sharing their password. With uh, you. So you think you think Popeyes has one, one Netflix account, and they're just giving the same one to everybody? To a thousand people. I'm like, you're never going to be able to get on. Can, what a stupid promotion. Then can, I realized, oh, no, they're probably just paying for all these people to get Netflix is what they're doing. KJ, I was, a Slim, you would, you would know the limit. Can How many? I think, I think you've had a thousand on your Netflix account at one point, yeah, didn't you? I think you? it's five or six, but yeah, you're right. That's hilarious. Also, if there was one that did, because we don't have Hulu, that's the one streaming service we don't have right now. And Ooh. it's the one we want because they've got all the old seasons of Survivor on there. And uh, now with mm. this new season of Survivor, Anna's fallen in love with all these old contestants because it's all old winners. And she's like, oh, I would love oh, to see right. so-and-so season. If a restaurant did Hulu, uh, whatever, and chill, and it was Hulu, we would yeah. go today. We would 100%. We would go today and try mm. to get access to a Hulu account without a doubt. They could do it. Pick your service. Like if you don't oh, have Hulu yeah. or if you don't have you know Netflix, whatever one you wanted, and give you like you know you can pick one of three options. I'm trying to think of what would be the catchiest thing: Who Hot and Hulu. Oh man, I'm in. <laughs> You'd be down for that, right? <laughs> I mean, man, Almighty. Who Hot and Hulu? Heavens, yes, that would be fantastic. Gosh, uh, Slim, by the way, the only service. I, well, I have Netflix too, but. I, I do have Hulu, and I would be willing to make an off-air uh, deal. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> Wait, are you going to broadcast from my house next week? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it's Kevin's you know Rotating Roadshow. You never know, do you? <laughs> well, depends how things go with Judy. It's time to beat the show. Beat the show. It's time to beat the show. Hey! 
beat the show. It's time to beat the show. Step right up. It's time to beat the show. What? Beat the show. It's time to beat the show. Who? Beat the show. It's time to beat the show. Where? Beat the show. It's time to beat the show. Step right up. It's time to beat the show. All right, it is beat the show time, and it is the what? What is it? One of us becomes a man because we're all children. What was it again? Battle of the, the boys. There Thank it you. is. He's got it. The <laughs> battle of the boys. Okay, I feel better now. Battle of the boys. Yesterday I lost, so that means today I have to do the questions. That's how it works. Very simple. You two will take on each other. Who's going first today? I'm going first because Kevin is going to be the challenger. Kevin's still looking for his first win. Oh, that's true. Jay has a point. Slim has a point. You guys are on your way to becoming a man. I'm still just a little boy. Looking forward to it. All right, little boy, take your headphones off and give me uh, 102 seconds. 102. I was going to try to put that on a timer, then I realized that's just really stupid. I'll just uh, I'll just start a stopwatch. That probably will work better for my brain, right? Yeah, we'll see you in a bit. Okay, bye. Okay, bye. Okay, Slim, All It right. is there is a theme. I didn't want to give the theme because, and I know Kevin would cheat, of course. That's what he does. Um, you ready for it? Yes, I am. Do you know the rules to the game? Yes, I do. Okay, for those who don't, Seven trivia questions, 60 seconds. He can pass. We'll try to get back to it should time allow. Okay, Slim, it is National Cheesesteak Day. Are you ready? Oh, yes. All questions about cheesesteak. Number one, here we go. What city is best known as the home of the cheesesteak? Philadelphia. What kind of roll is typically used for a cheesesteak? Hoagie. What decade was the cheesesteak invented? The 1910s, 20s, or 30s? I'm going to say 1910s. According to legend, who invented the cheesesteak? A butcher, a hot dog vendor, or a ballpark concession worker? I'm going to go hot dog vendor. Within 50, my fitness pal says a seven and a half inch cheesesteak is how many calories? <laughs> uh, 510. American cheese is a common thing on cheesesteaks, but what do real Philadelphians use? Cheese Whiz. Yeah. I've always wanted uh, one. And when ordering, and when ordering a cheesesteak, you should say how many you want, what type of cheese, and one other option consisting of what ingredient? I'm going to say it is salsa. I don't even know. I didn't. I, I knew I was almost out of time. I don't know. I'm going to say salsa okay. just because it's an answer. All right. We'll see how he does. Dang it. As soon as he gets back, we'll in cheesesteak trivia. I've always wanted a real one from from Philly. Yeah. Like, same that here. That sounds good. I'm back, boys. Kevin, how are you? Okay. I had time to leave the room like I would on the real show and went out and took my pills. Hey, so thank nice. You. Very good. All right. Well, are you ready to go? It's fun. It's really fun. I'm going to tell you, he did pretty well. It was really fun. He did pretty well. Uh, All right, Kevin, cheesesteak. It's National Cheesesteak Day. Ooh, okay. Cheesesteak trivia. Seven questions in 60 seconds. Are you ready? Mm Mm-hmm. What city is best known as the home of the cheesesteak? Well, I mean, Philly, Philadelphia. What kind of roll is typically used on a cheesesteak? Uh, I think it's just a hoagie roll. 
What decade was the cheesesteak invented? The 1910s, 20s, or 30s? Oh, 10s, 20s. Uh, I feel like nothing good happened in the 20s, unfortunately. Uh, I'm going to say the 10s. According to legend, who invented the cheesesteak? A butcher, a hot dog vendor, or a ballpark concession worker? It sounds totally like something a hot dog vendor would do. Within 50, my fitness pal says a seven and a half inch cheesesteak has how many calories? Uh, 380. American cheese is common on a cheesesteak, but what do real Philadelphians use? Ooh, provolone, maybe? And and when ordering a cheesesteak, you should say how many you want, the type of cheese, and one other option consisting of what ingredient? Oh, uh, veggies or no veggies? Okay. Like a, All right. Let's see how we did. What? Let's see how we did. By the way, also bonus question. Let's see, just in case there's a tie. How, how long is the world's longest cheesesteak, Slim? I'm going to say it is like 62 feet. Oh, I'll go 18 feet. 18 okay. feet. And, right, we'll and see, we do need just to, as a bonus. We do need to uh, say on a tie, how are we doing this? Are we doing... How are we going to settle ties for beat Battle of the Boys, Kev? Oh, that's a good question. Uh, do you have to beat the person who's coming in as champ, or does that person have to beat the new person to prove their manliness? Ooh. Or is it just like soccer and other sports where you have a tie, just nobody gets a point? No one gets I a like point. I like either. And who makes I like the questions? I like either Slim's way that the challenger has to beat the champion, or we do a bonus question. Okay. I don't mind a bonus question. I don't mind a bonus question. I like a bonus question. Yeah, let's do that. All right. Well, let's see. Obviously, Philly is the home of the cheesesteak. Everybody knows that. So it's one-to-one. Uh, the hoagie is correct for what kind of role they use for it. Two-to-two. You guys are on fire. Yeah, baby. What decade What, what decade was the cheesesteak invented? You both said the 1910s. It was actually in 1930. Oh, Sorry. jeez. No weird. Like right there, during the Great Depression, right? Yeah, it all happened, as a legend would say, which is the next question, that uh, a hot dog vendor on the street decided to put meat on top of a hot dog and then actually ended up taking the hot dog out later, and he made himself a hoagie really? with wow. a, a cheesesteak on it. So there you go. So uh, you guys both got that right. Hot dog vendor is correct. It's three to three. My fitness pal Come says on. how many calories are in a seven and a half inch cheesesteak within 50. You needed that to get a point. Kevin said 380. Slim said 510. Slim, it's actually 520. Yes. You. There will be also, no tie Kevin, today, you Kevin. Said six and a half inches. There will be no yeah, tie today, sucker. <laughs> well, about an inch if you do the It's close. Kevin, it also has 1,000 milligrams of sodium in case you're interested. Holy smokes. Not as bad as I expected, really. Really? Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know what a lot of sodium is. What is a lot in like a sandwich well, or something? I mean, anything uh, over. I mean, if you try to have anything over 500 in a meal, you're going to be in trouble for the day. But uh, oh. yeah, I mean, like anything over 800 is a ton. OK. So all my meals. OK. Um <laughs> Slim with a one-point lead. American cheese is common on a cheesesteak, but what have uh, real Philadelphians use? Kevin said provolone. Slim said cheese whiz, and that is mm. correct. What? Yes, sir. Cheese whiz. 
I would like to thank my friend from Philadelphia, Darnay Tripp, former local oh, sports anchor, yeah. for getting me the heads up on that one. That's awesome. Cheese uh, also, whiz, huh? Yeah. And check this out. I love the way they order. So a lot of times the rumor has it that if you go to the two most famous cheesecake, uh, cheese steak, I should say, cheesesteak places in Philly, which are right across the street from each other. I did a lot of research yesterday. Um, that you have to order it a certain way or they'll make you go to the end of the line. And when you no order way. it, this was the last question, you say how many you want, the type of cheese, and then one other option. The option, Slim said salsa. Kevin yeah. said veggies. It's onions, guys, just onions. So oh, makes sense. if you wanted... Slim was going to order one, and he wanted the cheese whiz. And would you normally do it with or without onion, Slim? How I, would you order it? I with would or say without? with grilled onions. With grilled onions. So you would order it like this. One whiz with. One whiz with. Ooh. And if I, you don't I, order it right, you're in trouble. As much as I want to have one of their sandwiches, because I think they always have been one of the best sandwich. But like, what? The, the cheese whiz things doesn't interest me. Like That seems like it makes it not as good. You're Maybe I'm me. wrong. That's okay. It doesn't. It doesn't even interest you. Huh? Like oh, I think man. regular cheese would taste better. Man, I don't know. I think if I'm gonna go, I would go with the Wiz. <laughs> really? <laughs> also, thank you. You seem super like anti-Wiz, Jay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought for sure you'd be. You'd rather have the the real cheese. I, I don't know. To me, it just doesn't seem like it would be. I always have looked at a cheesesteak as kind of a a really good quality meat and good. So it just seems like good quality cheese would be good on it. But I, I don't know. Cheese whiz, I, I'll have to try it someday. Kevin, here's the thing. If I'm going to try an actual Philly cheesesteak, I'm going to have it the way it's supposed to be and then make my adjustments later. But I'm going to eat it the way they yeah. eat it to see if they're sure. if they're right. You know? Yeah. I'm going to be honest. Uh, I'm just and- looking for any single reason in the world to buy cheese whiz. Right. And by the way, the the bonus question, which we didn't need because Slim was the champion. uh, How long is the world's longest cheesesteak? You guys, if it was tied, uh, Kevin would have got it at 18 feet, but it's at 120 yards. So there you go. 120 yards? Yeah. That's bigger than a football field. It is. And it was actually done by the Philadelphia Eagles on their football field. So there you have it. That's awesome. Slim, congrats, man. You are the cheesesteak king. I I would love one today. And Kevin, I'm looking forward to hearing your questions tomorrow, loser. I feel like I'm going to be doing a lot of questions. Yep. The Jay and Kevin Show. Jay Daniels. You got anything like that today, Kev? Kevin James. Well, today is National Video Day game. I'm you sorry? The Jay and Kevin Show on the big 99.9 Coyote Country. Ah, uh, whoops, let's do this. Hang on. All right, text line Tuesday, guys. Text line Tuesday. That means you can text in any request. I'll see if I can sneak one in here before 9 o'clock if you want to text one in. On the factory rep lines, text line at 434-8623. We'll see if we can get that text on or that song on. Here's the Jay and Kevin show stat of the day. And we'll see if we can get the text on, too. I mean, either way. And I would like Kevin to rank these songs that are texted in by request on a scale of 1 to 10. Oh, happily. From here on out. Okay, so kids are at home. Kids are on the internet. 
and 96% of teenagers who spend time online are spending it where? Ooh. YouTube? That is absolutely correct. The YouTube has 96% of teenagers' eyes. Now, that percentage drops significantly when you go all people from young to old. That drops, but it's still one of the top ways people are spending their time online. A lot of people, this article says, have started spending their time on, believe it or not, video messaging services. That is because a lot of people are working from home. And then Facebook and other social medias start to make the list as you extend it and make it the list broader to who is using the internet. But number one for kids is YouTube. How are you boys with your YouTubing? I, I almost never use YouTube. I mean, unless a link takes me there or I'm trying to do a, uh, a project I don't know how to do. But I don't use it for what most people or most teens use it for. I'm just not, I don't know. I just, I must be too old for that. KJ? Yeah, I I don't do a ton of YouTube myself. Every once in a while, I'll just, you know, go check something out on there. And then get, every time I do, I spend a lot of time with it. But I will say for the kids, even the younger kids, like they, we have the uh, YouTube kids that you set for certain age parameters and you can set all uh-huh. this stuff. And okay. so that that's kind of cool that they both have their own little you know, one login for the older one and one for the younger one. And so it's always more age appropriate for them too, which is kind of cool. And they do, as I say, that's the, if we're not doing the, uh, you know, some sort of learning game or something like that, then that is the one thing they'll watch is the, the YouTube for kids. It'll be interesting to see how that, if that changes over the course of the next few weeks with everyone locked in at home, where that will be. I will let you know, it looks like Netflix is still the king when it comes to the streaming services and a lot of people spending their time there. I'm excited to see if they start to to release the hours spent watching shows on each of the streaming services because that number Ooh. could be crazy the next couple of weeks. Did it's you look at your right. screen time today or this week? Did you get your screen time uh, you know, notification? Oh, I need to check. See, I know I'm at least two hours of YouTube a day. But and you are doing what? Watching other people play video games? I'm watching or what shows. Are you watching? I watch a couple talk shows that are daily. Uh, they they just do like a daily hour long talk show. I, I watch a, at least one of those a day, and then uh, some other stuff, some other shows. But I watch. I, I think the majority of my time spent watching anything is on YouTube. But my screen time here is. Let me see. I'll bring it up. It's, can't be good. Oh boy. Oh ah. Uh, I'm at a daily average of six hours, 36 minutes a day. But here's the <laughs> problem. My number one app is my doggone baby monitor. Oh, yeah. Oh, so yeah. that's going to really so ruin my... Good parent. Yeah, it's going to ruin my screen time. Thanks a lot, Olivia. How much is it How much is it up from last week? Let me see. Let me see if I can get this one. Oh. Because that's the one that got me when I when I got my notification... I was on my phone a lot more working from home because everything, you know, all communications. It's not like I can walk down the hall. It's not like, you know, TC and I share an office. It's not like I just turn to him. It's not like I go say something to Steve Hawk that's inappropriate. It's not like, you know, you got to make a phone call for that. This is bad. Mine is down 38%. What? That's bad. 
I think yeah, it's because my, I have access to my computer now. Like I'm at home, so I have okay, access to my yeah, computer and stuff. True. And I've been watching my YouTube on my TV through my PlayStation. So yeah. I've, I'm losing at least two hours a day of my phone time to my TV. And you said you your last. daily average is what, six hours? Six hours, yep. Kevin? I would tell you, last week, Jay, I, I was in the boat that you were in where I looked at it and I was up, I think, like 30-some percent. I was up 30%, and it was like over nine hours, like nine hours and some minutes. But I was, I mean, stuck at home 100% the entire – I mean, it, it was just one of the – I didn't go anywhere, didn't do anything. And so it was, my phone was my lifeline. Now that I'm at Judy's house, I'm happy to report I'm shocked to see this. It's only, you know, Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday so far, but I'm down right. 60% from last week. And how many hours three, a day? Three hours and 13 minutes. Wow. So that's that's an, that's an all-time low for me. So I, I don't even know what to say about that. I'm kind of, I, I'm kind of happy, I guess. Yeah, mine mine's down from last week forty percent, but last week it was up fifty percent just because of all the phone calls. But still, my average, uh, you know, again, it's Sunday wasn't as much, but yesterday was quite a bit. But yeah, the if you, Monday Tuesday thing throws it off, but I'm still only at three hours and forty six minutes compared to, you know, Mister Six Hours over there. But I could see yours actually going down quite a bit, Slim, just because, like you said, you have the availability of your computer now. Yeah, it's 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 taken over like now the baby feedings and stuff i'm i'll go upstairs and watch it on the big tv and it's it's kind of nice i'll be honest it's kind of nice can you, can you virtually feed her too like you can you can still be in the other room and just you know hold up a pretend bottle i wish cool. i really that'd be cool really wish the more this is like the more feedings that happen i'm kind of like a robot that could feed a child i would look into that I would look into that. Boys, I've got another one for you. A quarter of Americans, that's right, 25% of Americans say that the coronavirus has prompted them to improve this about their lives. I mean, you know, I would say hand washing seems to be an obvious one. Okay, it's in that ballpark. But it is not Kevin, their own hands. Ah, uh, wow. And so, so, so it's in the, the you know, cleanliness Era, um, boy, wiping things down. You know what, Kev? I'm going to give you a little bit of credit for that one. It is a quarter of Americans say the coronavirus has prompted them to improve how much they personally help clean their living space. So there are a lot of people out there who are like, well, I clean it all the time. Right. But the people who don't, those people have started to help with the, with the cleaners in the house. 25% of people are going into and getting better at cleaning their homes. Boys, how have you been with the cleaning of your home space personally? So you're basically just saying men. Pretty much. Huh. I'm trying to yeah. say it as nicely as exactly. possible. <laughs> uh, I don't know if I've gotten any better or worse. It's probably same. I would say probably I'm going to guess the same. The, the, the thing for me is I've always been a Lysol wipe guy. Like I like in the kitchen when I'm done doing stuff or whatever, I always like to use the Lysol wipe to clean up with. So yeah. that part hasn't changed, I guess. But, I mean, I have changed uh, a lot with some other things. Like, I mean, just where I will wipe down the handrails and everything, doorknobs, yeah. every time I – I've never done that before. So that's for sure different. He's gone from licking doorknobs to wiping them down, Slim. Hey, that's a pretty yeah. good upgrade right there. Yeah, it is. And how are you doing? 
I'm, you know what? It's actually this. I'm right in this stat. I do a pretty good job of keeping things like helping clean when it's when it's cleaning time. But I find myself now with like my personal space. I'm getting so much better at the second I I'm done with something, I pick it up and put it away. And it's been yeah. nice. And it's, and I'll be, I mean, I normally would say, Oh, whatever. It doesn't matter. But it actually has been really nice. Every time I walk upstairs, everything's organized in the right place. Wiped down. It feels good. I get it. And Kevin, are you still singing your favorite song? I like big wipes and I cannot lie. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> <laughs> 